You're now tuned in for another episode of the uncut, unedited, uncircumcised, filthy podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy, you filthy animal. What is up, guys? You are tuned in for a milestone today. This is the 10th episode. 10th. 10 already. 10th episode of the uncut, unedited, uncircumcised, filthy podcast. I'm your host, Filthy Phil Tarnacki. With me from beautiful Buffalo, New York, via the Anchor recording app, Suspenseful. Spencer Vischer, and he is suspenseful because you never know what crude, offensive comment he's going to make next. Spencer, are you there? Wow, I love the intro. And we got the <laughs> double digits, and I got to be it's, a part of most of them. So it's a it's a, a big deal. Ten yeah. steps, uh, ten episodes is a milestone, and I am excited. And you know, everybody wanted more content, more content, and that's what we're doing. So hey. We we said weekly. This is our first weekly one, so we're we're doing good. <laughs> yeah, despite some fucking technical difficulties for about the past half hour, we couldn't get anything to work. But of course, uh, as soon as we try to call it for the night, it starts working. So here we are, episode ten, filthy podcast. We got some cool topics to talk about, but we'll get right into it. We talked about it on the last one, talking about a weight loss competition. Spencer, let the people know. What did you weigh in at as of last week? Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> there was some controversy because we didn't really, <laughs> like, write it down like we should have. So yes. What, what did we say it was? It was three, like, I came three, in at 350, 356.8. 356.8. Yep. And then this morning, I came in at 353.7. Wow. You lost 3.1 pounds in a week. Yeah, it's it's an amazing feeling. I mean, I'm. I know, and you had me nervous there because I texted you. I said, um, I said, "Hey, how's your diet going?" And your response was, mm, "Could be better." So I was like, "There's no fucking way uh, he's doing anything <laughs> diet related." There's always room for improvement, but like the first week, you can get away with not being perfect. You know, of course. Yeah, but I think that for, I mean, you losing three pounds, that's, that's solid. That's good. That means you put some sort of effort into it. What did you lose there, buddy? Uh, I weighed in and noted on the podcast, I was so fucking close to guessing my weight. I think I was off by 0.1. I think I said 297.2. I weighed in last week at 297.3. And as of this morning, I weighed in at 295.3. So I lost two pounds this past week. That's not bad. I mean, percentage-wise, we're probably like neck and neck. I don't know. Pro- how probably about the work, but yeah, probably about the same. I'm not a fucking mathematician, but uh, I think we're in the same. I, hey, you know what? Both of us lost weight in a week. That's more than we can say about any other competition we've ever tried to fucking do. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do a drinking or an eating competition after this just to keep <laughs> that's it how, going. That's how we'll celebrate. Yeah. Um, oh my God. So just like a side note, I'm trying to like, I'm holding up my microphone here on my headphones and uh, all I can smell is we had crabs for dinner and literally I'm just sitting here thinking about my ex-girlfriend. That's all I can think about right now. My fucking crabby smelling hands. Oh, like, isn't she had the sexually transmitted disease? 
Just that she had that fishy smell to her. You know what oh. I'm saying? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, you ready to jump into the first topic? Yeah, let's go. All right. So, I, you know, this was a spur of the moment kind of topic. I was listening to some music while, you know, while I was trying to think of some stuff to talk about. And uh, I want to go through some country artists and I want your opinion on whether you think they're a real country artist or if they're a pop country artist. Okay. Simple, simple enough. You know, so um, let's here. Let me, I made a small list here because, you know, you know that this is a, uh, a very heated topic for me, at least per se. Definitely in the country community. I feel I feel very are. strongly about this. So let's just start off with one that I think is a tough one to call, but I'll 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 take your um take on it first. Thomas Rhett. I think he's as you... con- he's as country as it gets, I think. Really? So you think like when some of his songs that kind of transcended more into like regular radio, you still think he kept it country enough? Yeah, I think when he's singing about being blessed, I mean, I I feel my southern you feel like coming out. You feel like having a wizard finger and just being yourself. On the back of a dirt road, just... Drinking a nice cold beer? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, see, I, for a while there, I was like, fuck, he's getting a little, uh, little poppy on me, but I'll give it with his most recent album. Uh, he is back on the the country track for me. Um, next I had on the list is Kane Brown. The ladies love Kane Brown. Me personally, I do not. I think he is fucking full of shit. If you ask me. Um, yeah, he's got a country song here and there, but he's just, he's not, he's not a country artist to me. What do you think? Yeah, I, w- I would tend to agree on that too. Like he sings about, he- I don't even know. Was cheated and he's cried and whatever he's done. I don't know, but yeah, I feel like he kind of, uh, I don't know. He kind of transcended the line of country music. He's more of like a, a pop. And I'm not trying to beg on people that are like famous outside of country music. Like if you get more famous at just beside your country music, fine. Good for you. But like, there's a point where you're like, you're not a country artist anymore. You're not, Chris Stapleton, you're not Eric Church, you're not Luke Combs, you're you're just like you're transcended between pop and country. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so my next one is, and I feel very strongly about this motherfucker, and I will lay into him after I hear what you have to say, but Sam Hunt. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> he's the <laughs> Justin Bieber wannabe of country music, as far as I'm concerned. I'm with you there. I mean, I am so fucking happy that douchebag got a DUI, honestly, because he, you know, fucking body like a back road and fucking what was the other one that um, he did one other one that fucking oh, um, house party. Um, He just I don't know. He's not fucking country, no matter how fucking hard he tries to be. He's just he's not. And it pisses me off when people are like, if you go to talk to a girl and you're like, who's your favorite country artist? And she's like, oh, my God, I love Sam Hunt. I love Kane Brown. You need to get rid of her right then and there because it's it's not going to work. Yeah. After you've spent the night with her, it's time for her to leave. <laughs> you're going to hit it and then you are going to 
quit it. You know what I mean? As a married man, I don't, but I remember the days. <laughs> you remember your days of ejaculation and evacuation. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> My next one is going to uh, see. This is a tough, a tough one for me because for a while I was okay with these guys until their most recent song with Justin Bieber. Uh, I'm going to bring in Dan and Shay. Um, they had me with, with, uh, tequila. They had me with speechless. I was like, all right, these guys are good. Then they fucking dropped that 10,000 hour song with Justin Bieber. Where do you stand on Dan and Shay after they did that? Yeah. I mean, even like the tequila and like the speechless song, it's like, it didn't really have that country feel like it was a good, they were good Mm -hmm. songs, but I never like took them as like real country. Like I never thought that with them. Yeah, they're kind of they're kind of more of a pretender than a contender than in my book, you know. Mm. And the last one, this is another one where I'm like, if a girl says this is, oh my god, this is my favorite, I don't know. And it's tough because they do have some actual country songs, but then there's other songs where I'm like, they're trying way too fucking hard to be country artists, and that's Florida Georgia Line. Oh, I knew I was waiting for you to say them. They were going to be the most controversial yeah of them um, all. <laughs> it's i feel like they get called out for not being country as they should for some of the bullshit but then at the same time i feel like they try so hard like their most recent song i love my country is basically like them taking every country song ever made and mushing it together into one fucking song and being like we wrote a country song no you didn't you fucking combined a bunch of country lines and put them into one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like they're like the Billy Ray Cyrus of our generation. <laughs> like they had the one song cruise and you're like, yeah. okay, I fuck with this song. And then I just could care less about them. Yeah, like, okay, so let's just say like you had to write a country song and I said, make it the most stereotypical country songs. You would write this song, barbecue, steak fries, styrofoam, Plate date night, George Strait singing greats while we turning up Lakeside. Um, what's another line here? I, the chorus goes, "I love my country, I love my country." Six strings and fiddles, whiskey from Kentucky. Are you? They're like just naming things that they say in country songs. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's like sleeping with my sister <laughs> while we're playing Twister <laughs> in Alabama. Yeah, I mean, so they they definitely like. Don't get me wrong; some of their songs they 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 have potential, but I think just overall they just don't do it for me. Yeah. Garbage. Um. Yeah. Trash. And that'll leave me. Let me ask you this: in your personal opinion, top three country artists right now, like who are the top shit going on right now? In your opinion, who well, you got? Luke Combs. Okay. Chris Stapleton. Okay. And who deserves the third spot? I don't know. That's so hard to say. Because I feel like we listen to people that are up and coming. That is very true. And not as much like mainstream. I don't know. Like maybe like Eric Church. Okay. Yeah. I was going to like Luke Combs for sure. The guy's got fucking, you know, everybody knows how much I love Luke Combs. And I'm not just being biased, but nine straight number one hits, including one that he didn't even fucking sing. 
he wrote, I hope you're happy for Lee Bryce and Carly Pierce. And that went number one. So, I mean, the guy's on fire. So I'll go with Luke Combs. Um, I'll go with Eric Church because I feel like he's always just he's always constantly putting out shit. Um, you know, he just did that double decker tour where he was doing two concerts in the same place on back to back nights and selling out every single venue that he did, which is incredible. That's insane. And the last one I'll go with me personally, I I'm right now, just because Chris Stapleton hasn't put out any music, I have to go with Morgan Wallen. Because I feel like he's pumping out hit after hit after fucking hit. So he's definitely on my list of, uh, you know, one of the top three artists in country right now. That's a good pick. Yeah, I'm all, you know, fucking cover me up and chasing you and whiskey glasses and talking Tennessee and more than my hometown. Like, come on, you just uh, this bar. I mean, you just can't fucking top that. Yeah, I would have to agree with you. Solid. That was... See, I basically just called out all the fucking artists that I think are in country and just, uh, you know, put them on blast a little bit. Not that they'll ever listen to this, but that's, you know, it's my platform. I'll do as I fucking please. Maybe one day they'll hear it and take... Who knows? We're actually, you know, we're fucking... We're branching out. Um, You know, for anybody that hasn't yet, the Ain't Easy Being Green podcast, episode 81... Um, that I was on is posted. If you haven't had a chance to take a listen to that, me, Mike, Keith, and um, <laughs> Wookie, uh, the other guy on the show, we put out a, a pretty solid episode breaking down the roster for the upcoming season, um, talking about the Jets offseason moves. Um, it was it was a solid episode. I had a lot of fun. They want to have me back, so hopefully I'll be on there again. But if you get a chance, episode 81, Ain't Easy Being Green podcast uh, of the Elite Sports Network up in Beautiful, beautiful New York. So speaking of the Jets, I just um, I just want to touch on this. Um, the Jets traded Jamal Adams, their supposed top player, whatever you want to call it. But I feel like it came down to the fact that he was a crybaby bitch. He got what he fucking wanted, and he, you know, all the times he was like, I want to be a Jet for life. I want to bring guys in. And what he do? He brought in Le'Veon Bell. You know, he recruited some guys, and now he, he wants out. I get it because of the coach, but do you think the way athletes now go about it, where they go out and go on Twitter and go into the spotlight and, you know, publicly bag on their organization, do you think that's the right way to do it? No, I mean, obviously these guys at that level are going to have egos out the ass, but that still doesn't mean, like, you can't be a class act when you need to be. Like, you don't Mm -hmm. need to be running your mouth and shit like that. Like, I just, I'm happy for you. I'm not even a Jets fan, but it's for the best he's gone. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely, he was bringing the team down. And you know what? You watch any fucking sports network right now, the Jets won that trade. The Bears didn't even get that much when they traded fucking Khalil Mack, who's arguably one of the best players in the league. Um, the Jets got two first-round picks, a third-round pick, and a starting safety to replace Jamal Adams. And they only give up Jamal Adams in a fourth-round pick. That's, And you get rid of all the bullshit, all the drama surrounding the team. You know what? The Jets got enough bullshit surrounding this team. We still fucking are haunted by the butt fumble and all that garbage. So I'm glad that that's over with. But at the end of the day, I feel like 
there's so many athletes now who will just take advantage of going on Twitter or, you know, going on Instagram live and being like, fuck my coach, fuck my owner, get me the fuck out of here. And they basically are fucking crybabies and they get what they want. I mean, we'll see what happens there. They might not even get paid this season, all the money that they're set to get. I mean, I don't know. I know. Well, that kind of leads into the next topic. I mean, you know, they're trying to have sports right now, despite the fucking coronavirus. And uh, so, I mean, we'll break it down sport by sport. What do you think the way you think basketball is doing it the right way where they're keeping all the players in the in the quote unquote fucking what do they call the bubble and, um, you know, having everybody tested daily and quarantined? And do you think the NBA is going about it the right way? The NBA has their shit together better than any other like sports league or uh, whatever you want to call it, like professional sports like. Yep. Just compared to, like, the NFL, just the way they do business, like, the way they market and advertise, like, the players' jerseys in the NBA, like, they have a different sponsorship, like, Harley or Disney, you'll always see, like, a different logo. Like, the NFL doesn't do shit like that. Like, and I think they're going about the coronavirus the right way, keeping all the players in one spot. I mean, and you you can't protect them all. I mean, like, Zion Williams has to go out to the strip club and have supper, I mean. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's that's the funniest fucking thing that's come out of is that Lou Williams of the Clippers left the bubble to go to a strip club to have chicken wings. And now he has to quarantine for 10 days before he can go back onto the court. And Johnny Manziel, the former Browns quarterback, publicly came out and said, I don't blame Lou Williams. Those are the best chicken wings (laughs) I've ever had. In my life, which leads me to ask you, Spencer, where do you stand on strip club food? Well, I'm a big food guy. I mean, if the prices are reasonable, I'm always down. But sometimes they inflate the prices so much. And I mean, it's probably not like five star chefs preparing your meals (laughs) at a strip club. But I think I'm I'm saying basically true. So basically, like you would take part in Taco Tuesday at Savannah's on Hannah in Harrisburg, per se. Per se. I can't say that I didn't step out on a lunch break when I worked in downtown (laughs) Harrisburg to have Taco Tuesday because you're paying for the lunch. You pay the cover and you get a free lunch. So in my mind, it's worth it. I mean, they could be playing the Disney Channel for all I care. If I have a $10 (laughs) all-you-can-eat taco buffet, I'm all about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I gotta say, there's been a few times where we uh, we've partaken in food at a at a gentleman's club. I mean, it's a gentlemanly thing to do. It's the gentlemanly thing to do is right. Pull up a booth and order some food like a gentleman. Eat that shrimp cocktail. Get those chicken wings. Have a fucking whiskey on the rocks. Enjoy yourself. It's called a gentleman's club for a reason. That's right. So I stand, Lou Williams, I stand by you and your gentleman club chicken wings. God bless you. And I hope you don't get COVID from leaving. I mean, say a prayer for him. Say, yeah, everybody say a prayer for Lou Williams. All right. So that we'll go into next will be baseball. So baseball, the requirements are players are getting tested, but 
at, on the news today, actually, 10 players from the Marlins have tested positive for the coronavirus, which has canceled their season opener. And also they just played in Philadelphia and the Yankees were supposed to play a two game series in Philly. It has canceled that. What do you think about how baseball, where do you think the baseball season will progress from here? It's just going to get worse. They're going to have to keep postponing games, extending out the season. It's a mess. They should have just kept it in a bubble like the NBA. Yeah. The only thing that I think is cool is that the Blue Jays are playing in Buffalo with the Bison Stadium. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. But do you think, though, just because, I mean, the NBA, they only have certain teams that are playing, so they can quarantine them to the same area. Baseball, they're all not playing in a set area. They're still playing across the country. So do you think it's harder for them to actually quarantine teams when it's like that yeah i th- I think just the setup is just it's not going to work well i mean what do you expect like florida's one of the big hot spots right now of course all the marlin players are going to be testing positive it's yeah. a mess i just well, want to watch baseball i know and i mean not to bag on anybody from florida but most people from florida are fucking stupid so obviously it's pretty rampant uh stupidity and coronavirus going through florida so um, and then say I guess let, Florida say, say a prayer for Florida is right. <laughs> Cause how often on the news do you see an article that starts out with Florida man finds the cure to cancer? No, <laughs> Florida man, fucking anal rapes, alligator and fucking takes it home and makes alligator soup for mother for dinner. Like there, it's never a good article when it starts Florida man. That's true. So lastly, the the sport that hasn't started yet, football. Do you think – okay, so obviously teams are already starting to say no fans, obviously. Um, Jets, Giants, those are ones I know for sure. Do you think with them limiting the amount of people on the sidelines, social distancing guidelines, them having to wear mouthpiece and masks – where does the NFL go from here? And do you, in your opinion, think there will be a playable season since they already canceled the preseason? There's definitely going to be a playable season. It's just going to be different. I mean, I think the difference with like like an NFL stadium is like it's so much bigger than like a little you know, basketball court or something like that to where like maybe you can have 25,000 people in there. And everybody is six feet apart. Like, I don't know. It's uh it's gonna be interesting for sure. And we all know fucking uh the head douchebag Roger Goodell is gonna be the one who's gonna make these decisions ultimately at the end. Um so don't get your hopes up. Yeah, don't get your hopes up. I mean, this is the fucking guy who did a charity event to have uh somebody watch a Monday night football game with him and Dave Portnoy of Barstool Sports won the auction and his people came back and said, Oh, Portnoy, uh, we thank you for your $500,000, but we're going to return that to you because um, you cannot meet with Mr. Goodell. And they gave him a bunch of bullshit reasons and he was kicked out of an NFL game a while ago or whatever. But they said for Goodell safety, he's not allowed to meet Portnoy. That's stupid. I mean, 
I don't know. And honestly, if you know any Portnoy fans out there, um, Bill Burr and Burt Kreischer do the Bill Burt podcast, and they recently did an episode with Dave Portnoy, and it is informative, but it is fucking hilarious. If you like Portnoy, I say go take it. It's quality stuff. I'll have to check that out. For sure. Yeah, it's, it's worth it. Um, so, I mean, hey, we, we hit all our topics. We did a, a you know, this is going to be a half hour episode, weekly content, um, pushing out more, see what we can do. But I'd say, you know, we're just going to keep trucking along, doing what we can. Anybody has suggestions, feel free to drop them in the comments, things you want us to talk about, things, you know, you think we should do. We are working on the YouTube channel. I actually am pretty stoked. I have an artist who I know is working on. Uh, remember, I bought a uh, that folding table for us to do record the podcast with the portable table. Mm-hmm. I'm actually getting it done in a filthy podcast design. So I'm pretty stoked for that. That's uh, sweet. And I'm. I'm hoping, you know, within the next couple of weeks, we'll have the YouTube channel up and running. I have a lot of people ask me, when are Spencer and Tom going to arm wrestle? Well, when you come up here at the end of August, Spencer and Tom are fucking arm wrestling and it's going on the YouTube channel. So, Spencer, do you have a message for Tom? Free um, arm wrestling match? Yeah, I don't know if YouTube allows two second videos, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh oh, we'll have to get Tom's response on that eventually, but. Yeah, so we're working on that, and uh, I'm going to try. I've been, I've had a couple people tell me I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to do a solo podcast, more so talk about maybe more serious topics, give my personal life advice the best I can if anybody wants to listen to that garbage. Um, but, you know, at this point, it's just trying to push out as much content as we can. Basically. Yeah. So, um, you know, milestone 10th episode. I'm looking forward to see where the next 10 episodes take us. Um, But, you know, uh, make sure you guys, you know, like, subscribe, uh, leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. Not a bad one because your mom's a hoe if you left a fucking one-star review, you piece of shit. Um, Yeah. I mean, there's a... We got some good things coming, and I'm I'm excited. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uncut, unedited, uncircumcised, filthy podcast. Spencer, anything you want to say to the people before we sign off? Yeah, if you know any weight loss tips, you know, send them my way. Not the fills <laughs> is white bread any worse than wheat bread? I don't think it is. Is Gatorade healthy? And I've been drinking (laughs) lighter beers to try to help. Yeah. Can anybody help uh, Spencer break some of the diet myths that he has um, in his head and give him an advantage uh, going forward as we truck along to the first week of November? Um, what What did you set your goal weight for? I think 330. Was what I was thinking. Okay. So you got to lose another 20, almost 24 pounds, roughly. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. I, 
Dude, I think you could do that in like three, four weeks. No, come on. No. Come on. <laughs> if you if you pushed your like if you went for a fucking walk every day, I think you would shed pounds every time you took a shit. Maybe. Maybe I need to get on some diuretics. Maybe Steven knows if that's healthy for weight <laughs> loss because he's he's a beefcake now. Rowan him under the bus again <laughs> when it comes to weight loss. But We'll be back again next week. We'll update it. How much weight do you think you're going to lose this week? You think you're going to lose another three pounds, more or less? Um, I'd be real happy with another three. Yeah, that's a solid start. Six pounds in two weeks. Nothing to be ashamed about. Let's see what happens. But, uh, I mean, I'm going to push for another two, and uh, we'll fucking see what happens. I'm looking forward to Well, we're definitely going to do a November 1st weigh-in YouTube video. It'd be a great way to start off. No remember November. What is that? No, re- no remember November. Basically, you know how like we're being good and trying to watch what we ate and watch what we drink and exercise. In yeah. November, you can do the opposite of all those things, like we normally do. Oh, so it's just like you just get fucking wasted the whole month. Exactly. Well, you don't gotta tell you don't gotta tell me twice on that. That's not really gonna be too fucking difficult. <laughs> so, but uh, I mean, it's just been kind of fucking rambling. But thanks everybody for listening. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Share this shit on Facebook. Tell your fucking friends, unless they're a snowflake, because they're not gonna like this shit. And if there's one thing we don't condone on the Filthy Podcast, that's fucking snowflakes and pedophiles. I don't condone that shit either. You know what? Not not to cut it short, but can you believe the fact that with this all lives matter bullshit, fucking pedophiles are trying to say that pedophile lives matter too, and that they're they're trans age? What I want you, I want to know what you think about that real quick. Oh my, I didn't I didn't know that was a thing. You're saying they're straight up saying that since all lives matter, that pedophilia is a mental illness, and they're trans age people, and they shouldn't be looked down upon for their sexual preferences. I think this is going to have to be a cliffhanger. I need time to process that. (laughs) Well, I want you to take the next week to think about it because I'm already dead set on. If I ever knew there was a pedophile, I would brick that motherfucker in the face. So I'll give you a week to think about this. And we're going to talk about, Next week on the Filthy Podcast, we talk about do pedophile lives matter? I'm already going to tell you no, but we'll get Spencer's insight next week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uncut, unedited, uncircumcised, Filthy Podcast. And we will be back next week. Stay safe. Wash your fucking hands. Use hand sanitizer. And don't be a douchebag. Just wear your fucking mask. You're not that important. God bless. (laughs) Thank you.